Hello gang and welcome to the Bowling Boys podcast. I'm your host Sam Nicola and this is our first ever episode and we hope it's one that delivers. Today I'll be joined by Angry Kell, Lils and Bird. We will be talking about West Ham's January transfer window, David Moyes and the season so far. We hope you enjoy it as much as we did making it. Come on you Irons. Alright lads, how are we? Everyone buzzing for the first ever episode of the Bowling Boys podcast. We're on. Can't wait, mate. We're on. It's happening. Let's go. We are on. Let's get We're ready on. to go then. Right, let's get um let's get straight down to business. Uh as everyone knows, I'm joined by Lil's Bird and the newly named Angry Kill. <laughs> uh firstly, through the subjects today, we'll start talking about the transfer window, which has been and now gone is the 2nd of February. Uh, Kelly, what do you think about the transfer window? How did it go? Shocking. Again, shambles, not good enough. But are we are we shocked? No, not really. It always I think, happens. Uh, I think Bird, Lil, you'd agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. Selling, selling Hilaire and not replacing him is a, a big point, isn't it, basically? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think to sell your only striker at the start of the window as well and to not actually replace him in the position we're in with Antonio, paper thin hamstrings, I think it's criminal and it shouldn't be overlooked at how bad it is because David Moyes deserves the back in there. Whether it's Moyes or the board on this one, I'm not too sure because for me, Moyes must have sanctioned that sale. So, for him to say yes to that happening, he must have thought he'd be able to get in a replacement and to not replace him. He's obviously been told that it will get a replacement. I wouldn't say he's been told. I think he's just as much to blame as the board. Just because of the fact you wouldn't let that go through. Yeah, no I way. Yeah, really... There's no way you would let that go through if there was so a replacement. When Heller was playing, all right, he popped up with a few goals. But there was times when I generally would have rathered Yarmolenko through the middle than Heller. Oh, no. No way. No way. Heller can score goals. Yarmolenko don't really score. What's, what's he offer? United away. He can score goals. And he can beat a man. And he's fucking got a bit more about him. Sheffield United away. 1-0 Sebastian Heller. Absolute rocket from the edge of the box. You've let that go. Without replacing it, he was top yeah. sco- scorer when he left as well. So, yeah, it's it's a big, it's a it's something really big that I don't think you can actually do at this level of the game. You can't leave yourself short. You can't replace, uh, you can't sell a striker without replacing him. I just don't see how it works. And like I say, in the position we're in, I think it's criminal. And yeah, you shouldn't be overlooked. Moyes, for me. It's as much to blame as the ball on this one. It should never have happened. When did he actually go? What, uh, the 8th of January? Something like that. Yeah. That. Right. Right. So, and then, well, they've obviously known since, possibly before, he said he's known for ages that he was going. So it's not just it's not just like we've had January to look at a striker. We've probably had the fucking most of December as well. We've yeah, had exactly. since October. Ever since we wanted a striker since October, like Josh King was yeah, 15 million, we couldn't pay that more money, but yet 5 million, he goes to Everton. How, yeah, how does no, that make no sense? One, 
because we had Haller there, no one thought he was going. Yeah, but, he, yeah, but Josh King only went a few days ago. We've had three weeks to try and get replacement. 25 strikers have, have been linked. That's just a normal window for us. Well, I, I thought with Alaire going, I thought it would then be go and get Josh King because he's the one all summer and throughout January we've heavily been linked with and you could see happening with a contract situation at Bournemouth and yet he's ended up at, I don't know, what you maybe called a rival in Everton and like you say, for a lot less money than what we originally was trying to get him for. Just that, even that itself just don't make sense to me at all. Well, yeah, everyone's big on trusting the manager. What if, what if David Moyes didn't fancy any of them? Moyes is actually. Would you fancy Josh King? Well, that's that's what's come out today, isn't it? Yeah. Saying that Moyes didn't fancy anyone at Sullivan or anyone put in front of him. That exactly. 20, that twenty to thirty million that apparently was put on the table. David Moyes did what no one said. So I think he's still as much to blame as them. You got you got to at least think of one or two, even a loan or something. What, so would you have spent the money on another Sebastian Haller? Or a no, panic buyer? I'm not, or a I'm panic not, buyer I'm not like saying, Hugel? I'm not saying that much, but King or someone like that for like 15 mil, someone that you're not going to lose much money on. He's basically come, out, not... he's basically come out today, hasn't he, and said that the money was there for a striker. So he is as much to blame in terms of we haven't replaced Haller. But yeah, but it's got, it's got to be one that fits the It system. has to be one that suits him because I make him right in the sense that we don't need to... We're not wasting money on... Anderson and Heller again. Heller's been here how long? 18 months and we lost 15 mil on him. God knows how much we'd get back for Anderson now. So I make him right and look at the recruitment. Everyone that he's bought or loaned in is at least worth their money or more now, aren't they? So I make him right in that we shouldn't just buy someone for the sake of it. But I do also find it hard to believe we couldn't have, we couldn't have found someone in 14 days or whatever it was. If they're saying the Heller bid was too good to turn down. They must have been able to find someone. And like you say, Josh, Josh King's not exactly a punt, is it? He's done it in the Prem. Man, you were after him for a similar reason to us before, like a short-term fix to the striker problem. So to see him then go to Everton yes. for cheap, I think is a bit poor. It's, it's not even got to be a prolific goal scorer because he's not going to drop Antonio with the form. He These last two games, they had good games. But, 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 but the, the problem with Antonio is he'll drop himself by getting himself injured. This yeah. is the yeah. problem we've got. If Antonio goes now, there's no one to replace him. And Lils, what you was just saying is, is bang on. It's absolutely bang on. Like, how have they not, in that time, managed to find a replacement? There must be someone out there. I mean, this this could go on, this conversation, to our scouting system and our porridge. You're telling me, over this whole time, not even for the summer, we're not even thinking about the summer because there's been no one linked to us at all. So what are they actually doing behind the scenes to think about the future of the club as well? It it just baffles me that we, we've actually not brought in a striker. And Kelly, you said um, 25 strikers were linked earlier. I've, I've managed to drag up a list. So starting from Dia, King, Madger, Costa, Simeone, El, El Naziri, Arnautovic, again, no thanks, Milik, Quang He. Uh, Abubakar, Zeko, Edward Armstrong, who I thought we should have actually gone for, Andre Silva, Derlo, Laborde, Plea, Sart, Dakar, Piatek, Enketia, Simmer, Jovic, Mariano, and Lozic. 25 strikers, all linked, 
as the same is every every single transfer window. That's yeah, and that's, we've that's, not managed to get one of them. That's just a normal transfer window, though. That's the yeah, thing. that happens every but year. But then, but then going back to the Antonio thing, I wouldn't mind if he was a clinical striker, but he's not. He he's not doesn't a finish. He doesn't he's finish. Look at the Palace. He had three chances, all combined of about eight yards, and couldn't finish none of them. And that one against Liverpool at nil nil. I'm sorry, that is pathetic. You need well, to get out of target. Look at us when we go to the games. Classic Antonio comes out, does the R part, takes on four or five players in messy fashion, and then he comes to that finish, and all of a sudden Rose Ed's catching the ball. I mean, he just he's not a striker, unfortunately. And, but and, enough of a sorry, Kel, God. And going back to that, um, that was it that El Nesri? That's uh, that's Sullivan's fake um, punt at a, uh, a striker. What was it? Thirty million was apparently. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Thirty million. That's his. That's his annual. I'm going to put this on this on this player, and it didn't happen. He weren't even interested. Nothing. Bought for eighteen million. Now top goal scorer in the league, and we're trying to get him for twelve mil more. No chance. Absolutely no chance. Mm. Um, Right. So enough of the bad parts of the January transfer window. Let's move on to something good. Uh, Ben Rama making his deal permanent. I think you'd all know. Only a couple of weeks ago, I was. uh, I wouldn't say slating him, but I'd, I'd say you was. <laughs> I think I, I think I think I think you're still not there with him just yet. No, I'm not. No, no. But he, off the ball now, he's starting to work a lot harder, and you are starting to see glimmers. Uh, glimmers. I don't. I wouldn't say I'm slating him, but no way. No. But he certainly, <laughs> he certainly <laughs> hurt my favourite. You was not having him at all. He still isn't. I wouldn't. No, this is what I'm saying. I wouldn't say I've said I'm not having him because I always said there's more to come. Which I believe is still the case now. There's more How to come from him. It took four nails. I don't know because I didn't yeah, like four nails. Has always worked. No matter what, with four nails, he has always worked. He's bollocks off. Simple yeah, as that. But that's just another one that uh, everyone's got one that they don't like at first, and that was Bird's one. Yeah, yours is Ben Rama. But four nails, ha- four nails <laughs> had to work hard. I like Ben Rama. Completely stop standing. I've had it all on Twitter. I had a day rambling people on Twitter about Ben Rama. I like him. I just think he's got a lot more to offer. Yeah, of course. Once he gets a goal on that, it, it, it could work him a lot better. But I, it, the last two games, he's probably been our best player. Even against Liverpool, no one else seemed to give a fuck. It was the only one who showed and the only one who actually... Uh, controlled ball. Lils, what are you saying about Ben Rama? Yeah, I think it's decent. It looks like it's going to be worth the money. I think I think when we sold Grady, I, as much as pretty much everyone, was fuming that we'd sold an academy grad who showed good potential to sign someone unproven in the Prem. But hypothetical situation, if they offered us back Grady and £7 million now for Ben Rama, I, I wouldn't take it. So... Goes to no, I, think, I, I do nah. agree with what you're saying, but I would like, I would still like Grady to have been in the squad. Yeah, we'd year. all liked him to stay. I think. Yeah, but Ben Rama's already proved it in the Championship. You know what kind of player he is. Grady's still developing, so time will tell. See how good Grady and, actually gets. And that's gets. what I'm saying about Ben Rama is that he he looks like he's still developing in in the Premier League. But as as you all say, he's a good player, and I can agree with you that there. But I just want to get across. I don't dislike him. I just want to see more, <laughs> which I think he will deliver. Talking about people delivering, the one uh, the one massive positive I think we got, adding to the squad, Jesse Lingard. Let's have a quick round-up on what we think about that signing. For me, it's a brilliant signing. Off the ball is exactly what Moyes wants. He's going to fit into the squad perfectly. And 
one thing I don't think a lot of people notice about him is he actually scores in all the big games. So that is a great signing for me. Yeah. Yeah, Mills? probably. Uh, one and a half mil, it's not even a punt, is it really? Because worst case scenario, it's, you're not gambling really on him, not doing much, loan to the end of the season. I can see it being a permanent if he does if he does decent because, yeah, like you say, he's, he's worked with Moisey before, hasn't he? And at one point, he was like first name on the team at Man United in England. So, I think it's a, I think it's a really decent yeah. addition to the squad. Who he's going to get in front of at the minute, I don't know. Everyone seems to sort of drop yeah, four nows as soon as someone uh, as someone's mentioned, but I think he brings a lot more. No, so sure. he's going to have to he's going to have to go some to get in the team, I think. Yeah, Bird on Lingard. Uh, I've seen people that have been slating the signing are fucking mad. Everyone's we might have a few players that can play in that position, but Liverpool is a perfect example. There's you need a player that can come on and just grab the game by the horns and try and turn things around and change things. It's usually, even though he's a defensive midfielder, it's usually Rice, but you can't expect him to do it every game. Lingard would have been perfect to bring on Sunday. I thought we would have fit the bill, especially with Ben Rama. Harry was running, well, I was going to say running the show, but Harry was being our main player. I think Lingard's got that big game experience. Uh, Kelly, what's your opinion on Lingard? Yeah, I'm I'm happy with the uh, with the signing. Um, I think he's got something to prove. <laughs> don't, don't say Thank God. <laughs> I think he's got I think he's got something to prove, and with the Euros coming up as well, he's got obviously trying to cement the place back into that. So, just hope hope all the stuff off field is going to become a bit positive on on the field. So yeah, happy. Uh, yeah, he's had a lot of personal troubles. I think are well documented now. So. <laughs> Hopefully, this will be a step in the right direction for him. The one thing on that transfer, and I don't want to ever go out the board, but in one half of me, I'm buzzing we got it done, but the other half, we did it down. One and a half mil for four months and paying his full wages just to put him in the shop window. Yeah, it's about it's it's about three mil in it altogether. And if he does well, then he gets put back. His his price goes up, really, didn't it? For United, it's so, a, exactly. It's a great deal for Man United. Rand. Yeah, it is. If, Man if United got the it, deal. If we didn't pay it, what would you have said then? No, exactly. So, like I say, I'm glad they got it done. But just as usual, our ball seems to be in second place. <laughs> Right then, that's, that's the January transfer window out the way with. Uh, good few positives in there, but I think the one big negative with a striker, that doesn't mean we're not having a good season and that we can't have a good season as it comes to the business end. What's everyone's opinions on how the season's gone so far? If we start with Kelly, let us know what you think. Uh, very good. Com- um, can't complain, really. The team spirit seems to be up. Uh, playing well as a unit, he's definitely got the uh, the side working on all fronts. Um, so yeah, can't really can't really moan. To be fair, you you, you still seem a bit. I mean, considering we're fifth in the table, Kill, I feel like you could have been <laughs> you could have praised the team a little bit more there. Uh, I will do eventually, but we're still seventeen games to go. So let's see, still That's a long a... way to go. That's a good comeback. That's a good comeback. Lils, how do you think we've been doing so far? Yeah, I mean, it's been unreal given where it was last season, game away from getting relegated. 
first game of the season after that Newcastle game I think most of us thought I definitely did I thought we was banging in trouble after that game to be honest um, and then turned it round obviously we had a tough spell should have beat Arsenal and United probably and didn't but then I suppose Villa and Brighton we got four points from we should have should have probably lost both them games as well so yeah I mean you, you can't mind fifth in the leagues it's been unreal so far, but yeah, I suppose like Kel says, it all depends on how the crunch end goes, isn't it, really? All down to the business end. I think any season uh, is going to rely on that. That's very important. Uh, Adam? Um, yeah, well, unbelievable improvement, isn't it, from last season, although we finished strong. But when you look for the past, well, since we've moved into Olympic Stadium, this is what we want. So it shouldn't be so unordinary for us to be up there in the mix. Um, there's still some results you look at well look how disappointed we are losing to Chelsea or losing to Liverpool and I think it shows it shows that what we what Moyes has done and what we are about now but yeah I think realistically this is where we want to be up there in about it yeah I think I I think you spot I think everyone's spot on really I mean it has been nothing sort of incredible I mean I think we all know and I all got a bit of stick for it but I actually put West Ham to get relegated because in summer, the way things were, the way things ended last season, I genuinely, I remember now putting it on thinking, I just can't see how we don't get relegated. It's games like Boys, the, the Leicester game and the Wolves game earlier in the season, winning both big, of them, back to back as well. Convincingly. Yeah, it would have never happened. Yes. That's when I sort of knew that we could have had a good season. But then we went and got bashed by Chelsea 3-0 shortly after ice. I think we've rode out. Well, I don't know. Well, boys, is that, like I say, I, I was back, I was back to get relegated because I couldn't see nothing else. But Moyes has started to turn my head. Now, I see on Twitter and I feel like a lot of people have done the 360 and uh, Moyes has turned them. But for me, there's still more that can be done. Um, I, I like all the noises I'm hearing. I mean, X, the most reliable source out there. Everything he says about trying to sort out the training ground, the, sc- the scouting system, everything behind the scenes, it sounds positive, great. And I can see he, like David trying to put us in the right direction. But so what more do you want from him? That, well, it's, it's, it's games like Sunday. Game, games like Sunday. I know it's Liverpool, European champions, Premier League champions, whatever you want to call them, but Bird... He's gone in with the wrong attitude, completely the wrong attitude, beaten before we'd even kicked a ball. Uh, and we've got to go into these games. He's, he's got to get it out of. Like, we've got to sit back because it's Liverpool. Like, like what you said earlier, we want to be challenging. We want to be up and around this place. So why are we not... I'm not saying go head to head with them because that would be stupid. They're still a well-cast team no matter what injuries they've got. But we had a real chance to really stamp our authority on our season against a team who have just recently lost to Burnley, dropped points to Fulham, <laughs> dropped points to Villa. So they're not the invincible team that Liverpool fans like to know themselves as from last year or the season before. They were beatable. They were depleted. And for me, the negative setup what, on, on how I think was it negative told the players to play. If, 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 well, yeah, yeah, if, if he wanted to sit off that badly... Why would he not? I know you don't change a winning team, but why would he not have changed it and gone for the five at the back like we have done previously? Well, I actually think he could have done a five-three-two, a 
formation because their weak part, their weak link on Sunday was their centre backs. So I think that's where we should have been trying to penetrate more than anything. He's exactly on them two. But actually, for 35 minutes of the game, I don't even think we managed to string a pass together. Now, I know the players weren't good. So that ain't on boys. Clearly, he's not the one out on the pitch. But I do feel the way, not maybe the set up because everyone's been saying, oh, but we play this way all season, blah, blah, blah. But the way, like, he goes out and tells them what to do. There's no way he said to them, be a bit more free-flowing, like we was against Burnley, West Brom, them type of games. He's gone out there, told them to sit, told them to contain. All you've got to do is, all you got to do do is that, look at their second goal. If you do go, that, that could happen three or four times in one game with Liverpool. That, that, when you sit and contain, the, it's, the result's going to go one or two ways. You're either going to get the result you're after and then we wouldn't even be having this conversation or what happens Sunday happens and then all of a sudden... Why have you not gone for it a bit more? Exactly the same happened with Chelsea. Look at what happened then. And Chelsea as well were in an awful run. That's two games against two of the top six teams that we've dropped points again and not even really competed in until we've gone a goal down. And then you actually look at the team and think, actually, you're not that bad. The thing is, is you sound about the tactics as well. I think we play similar tactics at every game, but clearly we have more possession against teams that are not as good. But... With the Burn- Burnley turned them over, one nil at Anfield a couple of weeks ago, and the exact same thing happened. They contained them for eighty minutes. They nicked a pen at the end. Deitch done the exact same thing as Moyes does. That pretty much any manager does when you t- when you play a big side, you take the pressure off your own players by bigging up how good the opposition are. There's no way he's saying in the dressing room or oh, it's Liverpool. Let's be careful, lads. I- he must have said in the dressing room, "We've got a real chance here." All that type of stuff. Deitch said the same thing. Or when he was questioned about their team lineup at Anfield, he was like, I'd like to have a few of their B team in my team, stuff like that. And they went and turned them over 1 0. So there's no way, like, actually in the dressing room, they're saying, Oh, it's Liverpool. We should be careful, which weren't good enough in no. transition from defence to attack. Antonio and... had an absolute stinker, didn't he? And if he tucks that chance away, 1 0, who knows? We, do we see out the game then 1 0? It was game management on the pitch as well. Most of our goals come from set pieces, and all of a sudden we're taking short corners and or not beating the first man. Yeah, oh, that was appalling. Uh, frustrating. That was appalling. Kill. I can't argue with anything you're saying. To be fair, everything is Who? literally spot on. Everyone, everyone, what you're saying It's just, it was just poor. He, he didn't make, he didn't need to make them comments before the game. Maybe it might a little bit of reverse psychology or something but no it didn't work the, the players didn't look like they enjoyed playing the full, like sitting deeper I, I love the team because it's the same team against Palace but then they should have been able to have the freedom they did against Palace but maybe that comes I don't from mean, the players I don't, but, I don't, but I don't care if it's Liverpool or Burnley <laughs> or wherever it is go out and just go for it I would have rather have lost 4-0 today and going Lils, for what, it Lils. than going for, losing 3-1 and just sit back Lewis, what do you mean that, that could have come from the players? I don't understand So, that. I think now, that Liverpool game was the first time, you could see it all, all over Twitter, that was the first time we, as actual fans, I think, expected us to do something in that game. There's a bit of momentum building, we're doing well in the league, everyone see the team line up and thought, these are there for the taking here. Is, there, is it not the chance that the players see that as well and got on the pitch and froze a bit and thought, geez, like... And they just didn't step up. Like no, this is the first put, time in a long could, time there's could, been expectation on the players 
to win that type of game. And maybe they don't know how to, to deal with that yet. We always we always do well against these teams, usually. Obviously, we haven't our recent run ain't been that good, even though the performances, I think, have been decent. We, we tend, as West Ham, to win the games we shouldn't win or don't expect to win and then lose the ones that we should win. And we've done the pretty much the opposite this season. So it's de- I think it's possible the players just didn't seize the opportunity properly. If you look, if you look back at some of that, there was it was just the final ball sometimes with a better pass. Antonio could have been in twice, or Creswell or Souffal plan out from the back for Nels. Well, he couldn't hit a barn door, could he? He couldn't string a pass together. If there was yeah, some but... better individual performances, we would have had chances. Yeah, but then that comes down to set pieces as well. He should have highlighted that before the game. We've got like of course he five did. geezers over, over six feet. And yeah. why are you playing a short corner first exactly, go? Exactly, but Moyes ain't fucking told him to do that, is he? What? But are you also, sure? Lils I, Lils, I think it was what you just said about us playing the big teams and uh, like we normally do well and that. I can understand what you're saying there, but this year under Moyes, Again, he's the guy who sets up in this fashion. He does it every time we play a big team. He sets up in the same fashion. And this year, I think we've, we drew with Man City and, and we obviously we nicked that point at Tottenham. Other than that, like, yeah, you had a good half against Man U, but you didn't put the chances away. It's another game we lost. Yeah, but... Like, there's no point going on about we, we could have done this, we could have done that. It's six games against the big six. We've got two points out of it. And... That for me, that just ain't good enough. And it shows that it's Moyes being negative in his approach to the big games. And everyone goes on about, especially Moyes, he goes on about this winning mentality. All he does is win. He wants us to change the mentality in that. But then how are the players ever going to change their mentality if really every time we go into one of these big games, he wants them to defend? Mate, but, I think if, if you look at the Man United and Arsenal games, I, I get what you're saying, but they're not tactically, they've not been lost because we've sat back. Man United, we battered them 45 minutes. If we took our chances, it'd been 3 4 0 up at half time. So that was. But then they battered us yeah, for but, 45 minutes. Going yeah, too but it wasn't tactically, was it? So it was the fact we didn't take our chances well, in the first half. In the second half, we didn't get no No, we didn't. Them. And then Arsenal, we've lost eventually because we went 1 0. And if anything, we were going at them, probably going at them to try and take the win, and we got done on the counter. So again, that's not that's not a tactic. Man City, we've nicked a point. Obviously, Spurs, we nicked a point. Chelsea is probably the only one that I thought I'm watching us. They actually gave us the ball, didn't they? That we were actually controlling possession second half, where we could have gone gone and done more. But maybe it's the players' mentality that we shouldn't. They don't really believe we should be beating them sides yet. So. So, uh, okay, so then what about, what would you say to the fans who, well, I suppose maybe even like yourself, who, although you seem like you're quite happy with our Sunday, not happy as in like we lost, but happy with how things went and with the setup and that, where for me, I just think we've got to, we've got to be better than that. Moyes has got to set up better than that. So what would you have done to, different? He's got to talk more open. Oh, well, for starters, I would have changed the formation. Uh, and I would have had the players playing a but lot then more you would have free. Changed, then you would have changed because... the winning team going to Liverpool and everyone would have slated them. Don't change no. the team. You don't change the team. Just yeah, no. higher press and get on them get on them centre-backs. That would Jordan, have Henderson, Jordan Henderson you... was running literally through the midfield every time. He had all the space in the world to do what he wanted. He'd become a midfielder. He weren't playing defence because Phillips was quite happily doing that on his own. Henderson was in and out midfield, winning free kicks, doing whatever. They didn't need to. 
We were camped on eighteen yard box. They didn't need I to think the main thing camp. as well. You looked at them, and Nick's got spot on. You looked at them, and everyone thought Antonio up against Henderson and Phillips. He was going to have a field day, and we tried too many times to pump it in behind rather than build it up, try and keep some possession like we did when a bit of joy second half. Eventually, we actually went down the wings, and it was Trent and Robertson. We were getting well, more Trent was getting in behind, but I think everyone thought. Get it up to Antonio and he'll rinse them. And we tried it too often. And that fella Phillips actually had a blinder at the back. Yeah, he did. But if you if you look at the Burnley, Burnley done it exactly against Liverpool. Liverpool's best assets over the last couple of years has been turning teams around, getting in behind. So by sitting deep, you you oppose that. At half time, everyone was happy. They weren't happy with how we went forward, but we looked solid, didn't we? Once the first goal went in, floodgates over, but... and that was it after that. Yeah, but you knew that was going to happen because we'd have to push right, forward. Exactly we'd have to push forward for a goal. So they were going to score. And to be fair, Salah's, Salah's second goal is ridiculous. Yeah. But Fucking that, that, touch, that touch is filth. With your weaker foot? Nah, man. Cresswell nah. shows him inside on his left foot for the first goal. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Cresswell could have done better than the first goal. Just, Lils, uh, just want to go back to what you were saying there and about this mentality, like the way we set up, etc. You're going kind of on about like the long ball over the top to Antonio. But we, like West Ham, the last few games, have been even this season, we haven't been playing like that hasn't been our strength, go long to Antonio and it, and it goes from there. That hasn't been our strength. So why do that Sunday when, like like you're saying, Bird, like you don't change your winning team, fine. So why are you changing? Well, you sh- I think they've looked, like Lils has and said, that's, that's what they've I mean. looked at the centre-ass and just thought clip it in behind. Yeah, I think they've, they've literally looked and thought... <laughs> it's what they've done. <laughs> David Moyes said, no, "Flip it in so many words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They run out of ideas in the first ten minutes. Yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't play it. We couldn't play out. If you at Dawson, although he had a blind eye in defence again, how many times he tried clipping in behind to Antonio? Oh, it was hoofball. And then hoofball, we lost possession. It they went again. Maybe either they were told to do that, which I actually do think. I thought Antonio were getting behind them, causing problems. It just they both defended well. It didn't happen." Liverpool, one of the best pressing teams in the league, so didn't have a great chance to exactly play out from the back. And every time we did, we lost it. The quality, the transition from defending to attack just weren't good enough. That's literally where I think we went wrong. And for the first time ever, I don't think Rice had a particularly good game either. No, I didn't. First time ever, sounds about right. He's normally... You can't blame him. He he, he can't do it on his own every week. But then you can say the same for Cresswell uh, as well. You, I think Cresswell had a poor game. He's been solid all season. Cresswell that, shocking. Cresswell hasn't been solid all goal. season. He's just. No, nah, I think he has been. I think he's gone back to his 15, 16 season. This year. Uh, I'm not sure. I think, he's, I, I think. I think he's playing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think if if he didn't have an absolute wand of a left foot, Johnson would be in for a big shot. Yeah, I agree. Assist, assist quality, but defending, well, I don't yeah. know, I'm still unconvinced. Masuaka ain't much better at defending either, <laughs> if he is better. No, I think, I think, I I'm think he's still unconvinced on David Moyes. Uh, and just the way he, he, uh, he sets up, because I think your argument there, Lils, about the way the player, it could have been the players. That's, that's David Moyes telling them, try and get in behind using Antonio. That they're his tactics, and they're the way he set up. And for me, Going into a game like that where we could have really, like I say, cemented our position uh, in the league this year was um, it's just it's just disappointing. All right, let me put this to you then. Uh, do you give him a new contract? Yeah. When's his current Sam- one expiring? 
end of this year. Would you give him a new contract? You need to see how it goes. But what we've we've the best put yeah we're, no I would halfway I would, we're at the I best would. points tally we've ever been in the Premier League. How can you not? Obviously, whole whole go when they went down, they were in the top half at Christmas and got four points in the second half. So there's a long way to go, but you can't. Yeah, that, we've been the way he's going at the minute. You can't not. We've been in that situation before. That was fourth. We've had a dice at Christmas in what fourteen, fifteen, and we ended up twelfth. So yeah, and 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 with the teams behind yeah, and, us, well, Everton, Arsenal, Chelsea, Spurs, they're all going to want to overrun. They're all going to want to go for Europe. Mate, Tottenham ain't going to do nothing. And, and that's when our squad is not. too thin <laughs> to compete with them. No. So you 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 want to say well? This that. is why I'm still yeah. unconvinced on Moyes because if we. Go on. But I'm just saying, the reason I'm still unconvinced with Moyes is exactly what Kelly's saying there about the teams behind us. If we don't keep up this run of form, it, we could easily end up in the bottom half then, any time soon. Kelly. And again, then, this comes then back that to all, the Then that all starts window. tomorrow night. This, this could be the biggest week of our season. Villa, yep. we need a result. We've got Fulham Saturday and then we've got United in the Cup. We could be dumped a few places down and at the Cup this week. This is the biggest week for us now. The thing is, before Sunday, before Sunday, yeah. I'd have said three points against Liverpool and a draw against Villa. But Villa's turned into a must-win game now and it's going to be an hard game. I, I, still, think, I, just, I still think they're going to play the same as Liverpool because they're actually a really good team. I don't, can't see us. I think maybe a draw. I think it is a must-win game as well because, like I'm saying, things can, but can change so dramatically and all of a sudden we, we finish the season in the bottom half of the table and then you've got to start asking yourself, where's the improvement? So, is David Moyes worth his new contract in the summer if yeah, he gets one? Yeah, but... For me, jury's still out and until the season ends, I, that's when I'll make my decision. Uh, but would he, would he get one at the end of the season or will they give it to him earlier? And that end of the season, that's the way they work. Yeah, they're not wasting money giving him a contract and then having to sack him if if it goes. I wouldn't. I'd 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 bring in someone younger. But that's Mate, just, I don't know. Home, how, I don't know. I don't. I can't get through my head. Uh, we're on the best ever. If if when we were recruiting, right? If we would have gone and got Poch and we were fifth in the league now with Poch as manager, you'd literally be saying how unreal he is, how good he is. We're fifth in the league. No. No, not at all. Not at all. I don't mind us being fifth. We've done really well to be fifth. But we needed the signings and this, we're only going to go one way and that's going to be Dan. It's not... He's. It's not... Right, so... Yes. Look at Burnley. Sean Dyche. He's got fuck yeah, all budget but, but every then, year. Yeah, is it, exactly, is it his then, fault as well? No, I didn't say it was his fault. No, that's what I'm saying. But you're saying that about Moyes. I'm not saying it's Moyes' fault at all. You, he's not you, being you and backed, Sam, you and Sam I, both I said... Give him a new, I wouldn't give him a new contract, no. Oh, you mad, are mate. crazy. I honestly you don't are. understand. I wouldn't. Wait, so you, 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 you renew his contract? No, because we we ain't get, one, we ain't going to finish 14th. Not 14th. you don't know that. Well, there's, you don't there's, know there's, that seven, there's 17 <laughs> games to go. All it takes is like a, a Wolves. We're winning tonight. All it takes them to do a little run or Leeds to do a little run and we're banging the middle You can only go off what's happened so far. Yes, and, and it will come down to him not signing a new striker and being a part of that with a ball. But then... GSB yeah, ta-ta. Yeah, ta- but then he's, he's come in, right? Argu- arguably, he kept us up. Would we have stayed up if we kept Pellegrini? Maybe, maybe not. He's come in. He's kept us up. We literally a game away from getting relegated and 
over half a season later, we're now fifth in the league. So even if we finish 10th, 9th, 8th, top 10, that is a good season, is it not? For the season after we nearly got relegated. And, and, and yes. yes, but it, if, again, if, it's another if, like if. If today there is money that they can spend, I'd like to see them have a summer window that's, as well. That's what he said today. But, so they'll Bird, have a rebuild Bird, in the Bird, but you've said that if again. If it happens, how many ifs and buts and maybes? Yeah, but that's not that's not to do with him. That's to do with the board. Yeah, but it's still him. He still he still has to go through him for not. Sorry, well, he could, he could he have not exactly. spent he's still got January. to go through him. He's still got to say yes or say no. He sanctioned the Haller deal. Nah, I wouldn't. I'd bring someone younger in. Yeah, like who? <laughs> Give me a name. Give me a name. <laughs> well, I, I think I can see how this conversation. You probably hate me, but I'd bring in Gerard or Lampard. My God. What? End the pod now, Nick. Get me off the pod. I've had enough. <laughs> oh, oh, man, no, I would. I've had in I Lampard would. done nothing with Derby. He had a half decent mm. season. Did. He got, no, he got he got Derby to the playoff final. Got to got him to the playoff final. Lampard. Still Listen, how, how much? Got, how much? Yeah, did Lampard he got to a, play, he got to a Lampard final. as well. Are you forgetting? And Chelsea, Chelsea was a ticking time bomb for any manager. Man, oh, they've spent two hundred million, Kel. Yeah. Yeah, but it is for any manager. You don't do nothing within oh 18 months. God. You're gone. That's why, that's why Tugel's gone in there and he's only got 18 months. He knows. Right. He's got to so, win something. Kel, one so... second. David Moyes has come in. He spent, what on what he spent, he signed Suchek for 16 million. Bargain. Kufal for 5 million. Bargain. Dawson on a loan with a view to permit 3 million. Bargain. Bowen looks like he's worth 20. Ben Rama looks like he could be worth a 25, right? All them signings so far have been worth the money. He's now said he didn't see a striker worth the money. He'd rather go with Yarmar, Lingard, whatever. Whether that works or not, don't know. But you're now saying a geezer that spent over 200 million in the summer and where they are, you want, you'd rather him as manager. With no budget. Can you see my point? <laughs> I would. Yeah, I know. I can, I can see your point. But I would... I, no, I'm, I was saying I would bring in someone younger, like a Joe. What does the age matter? We're even fifth in the league. Right, lads, let's finish off with the fun part of the episode after Kelly started getting a little bit irate towards the end there and throwing out accusations that the board would even consider. Frank Lampard. What a load <laughs> of old nonsense. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, to the fun part. So, um, a little feature we're going to do for every episode. I'm going to start off with my own um, and all my guests. Uh, we're going to pick our greatest seven-a-side team. Um, it can be one that are just seven of your favourite players or it can be one that are going to actually go and finish in the Champions League. So, for me, I think there's a couple... I mean, there's some absolute no-brainers in here, but there might be a couple that people go, oh. So, I've gone Robert Green in goal. Uh, greatest ever goalkeeping performance at Arsenal away. Cemented him in there. But I, I do love... Jimmy Walker, but uh, yeah, Robert Green took that for me. Probably the only world-class player, the only genuine world-class player I've ever seen in a West Ham shirt, uh, Declan Rice. And now this may be a little bit controversial, but I absolutely loved him, Hayden Mullins 
Oh mate, that's an awful nah. shout, man. Nah, it's, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's a good shout. It's a great shout. That's an awful great shout. shout. Yeah. Great shout. Yeah. But I mate, was you go, gutted. You go back to the lasagna. Hey, I was gutted. <laughs> he missed our FA Cup final. What an absolute <laughs> baller! I love him. I love Hayden. Oh, for me, he had to go in there. Um, the captain. No surprises. Some might find it surprising. Mark Noble. He's literally lived the dream in front of my eyes, playing for the Boyhood Club. Um, so, yeah, Mark Noble's got to be in there. Uh, now, with this guy, really, really didn't want to put him in there. I know but, it is. Yeah, but when he played for us, he, he, was, uh, he was pretty good to be fair. So, Arnautovic is, is in now. Um, Jesus oh, Christ! Oh, oh, fuck oh. It out. I didn't know that was oh. coming. I mean, oh, well, that I I'm thinking of someone else. Gone. Uh, uh, that bitch is in there. Um, yeah, Lampard. Not before my time, but that sort of generation. I never really saw personally play, so um, I've not gone. But these are players that I've actually seen play uh, week in week out. Uh, yeah, Arnie. He, he was pretty special. As much as some might not agree. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the big one, again, could be controversial for me. It ain't because I think there's a lot more to the story behind why he actually left. And again, we could go GSB out because I don't think they ever backed him. Uh, Payet, got to be in there. I said Weiss, probably the only genuine world-class player, but that season he had with us, you were, no one getting near him. What a player, Dimitri Payet. Um, and lastly, I think it's probably pretty obvious, playing up front, it's got to be Carlitos. Carlitos, Carlos Tevez. For me, so my seven-a-side team to round it up, Robert Green in goal, no one's beating him. Rice and Mullins. Mullins can play at the back with Rice. Um, <laughs> so no one's shout. Shout. It's so shout. Oh. I love him. I love him. Okay. No one's okay. getting past Rice and Mullins. Noble. Own. Noble in front of them too. Giving out orders, and then I'm sorry, but Arnie, Payet, and Tevez. If you saw that in a West Ham team, mate, we're having some fun. <laughs> we are having some fun. So come at me. As long as we don't lose the ball enough to defend. Uh, right, I'll go. I had green and goal as well. Yep. Now my two defenders, I went with James Collins, and I went with Tompkins. Oh. <laughs> Collins, okay. I can get on board with, but Tomkins. Collins, I love, I love, I love Tomkins. I think he's, I, I thought he was a great player for us. Um, then across wow. the middle, I went. Uh, it was either between Rice or Noble, but I done it over a period of time, so I went Noble. And then I had oh, Hyatt I... with Decanio. And then I, well, it's between Tevez and Ashton to go up top, so I went Tevez. Oh, no, I also no. Nah, I also had. I, I did do some subs, and I did. Put no, part, no, no, part, no, no, I did, no, no. I did. I, I was. I you was can't be having subs. Rio. I was going to put Rio in there, but I didn't, and I was going to go for Scotty Parker, but I went Noble. Imagine in a Scotty combined Parker's team, a, great a combined team, Nicks and Kelly, best ever you've seen play with West Ham. Somehow we can get a partnership of Tomkins and Hayden Mullins at the back. <laughs> How is that happening? Hey, funny. What was he not good? <laughs> just between yeah. us, that's the centre back part of the field. Unbelievable. Oh, oh, can we just talk about how Kelly's left that somehow? Declan Wright. Yeah, you have left that right. <laughs> I don't know. 
That's I've, done it over, oh. I've done it over. I've done it over a period of time. <laughs> Tomkins, I'm right. It's unbelievable. Jesus Christ, Lils. Right, I've got? I've got quite a few similar to you. To be fair, four. I think the same. I've gone four two 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 though. No one two 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 even not four. I've gone green and gold as well. Uh, I've gone Rice at the back because there's too many midfielders to put in. Yeah. With Javier Mascarano. I know he's weren't like he wasn't controversial. He wasn't unbelievable for us, but what like well, how many times did he play? He's for got us? on to, yeah, but regardless Five I've, times? I've watched him play for us, so he counts as being in the best players that I've seen play for us. Okay. Um I've then gone Dimmy and Nobes in the middle, bit of flair, bit yeah. of work rate. And then Tevez and Ashton up front. Ashton, unbelievable. Like Ashton he would have shirt. gone yeah. on to do unbelievable yeah, he done, things, mate. He was so he good. Done. He would he would have left us, definitely. Yeah, a million percent. I, I always remember that uh, the FA Cup game versus Man City in, in the oh, sixth yeah, round. Yeah. Him and yeah, Marlon. Oh, what a combination. Mate, remember his goal? It's testimonial. Mark Noble's testimonial. No, mate. Oh, <laughs> outrageous. Scenes. He's the reason why we had to move stadium, mate. Can we get on to um? Can we get on to Mascarano? Uh, yeah, I think that's a mm, poor shout. That anyway, is a snide, snide shout. He, he, he only played like what ten games? Yeah, well, it's that. It's that. You put Messi, Messi, Messi played up in Park, so I might put him on my team. Nice. talking about your team. Let's hear it. Um, a lot similar, but I've got a controversial one, I suppose. Robert Green in goal all day. Um, yeah, that Arsenal performance, unreal. At the back, Ginge, just because he's a club yeah. legend. I paired him with Declan Rice at the back. Standard. It's seven aside, they can go. One can go, one can yes. stay. Um, then <laughs> sitting in front of them, Mr. West Ham, Mark Noble. All day. Um, the two in attack, just... One to the left, one to the right, Parlo and Payet. And okay. up, up top. Oh, go on. It's a controversial one. This is a controversial one. Purely for the dressing room, Colton. <laughs> oh, <Cole. laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes. Oh. Someone at two. Yes. Yeah. Jesus. Oh. Are you talking about right now? Yes. Payet? So, I'll, I'll, just a quick um, recap on them. Did we all have Noble? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 And, and Green. Rob Green. Right. And Rob Green. Yeah, I mean, my only other shirt, Fabianski has been really good for us, but not. I don't know. I feel like I ain't quite got that rapport with him. But Jimmy Walker, I love. Oh, he's not fit yeah. to lace Green on his boots, though. No, no, but I, it, as a character, that, remember the uh, playoff final when he come off the bye Yeah. Run? And that moment, and then you see him on the uh, shoulders. I, I can't it remember was, now. Maybe some more at the end. It was a toss-up with Parlo was always going to be in it, but Pyatt and Joe Cole. Yeah, Joe yeah. I, 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 feel, I feel like we've left out some ballers, but like, like, like I say, for me, uh, I, I only started game week in week out when I was about thirteen. Yeah, otherwise I would have had Bobby Moore and Billy Bonds and all them. That's why. Yeah, you would have gone down that road. I had to leave Paolo out because I I don't really properly remember Paolo playing too much. So maybe next time um, we can do our actual all time greatest. 
um, from what we know. What, seven or, or 11? Uh, 11. No, it'll be seven. It'll be a seven. It'll be a seven. All right, seven or 11. Doesn't matter either or. We can decide that at the time, but we can do an all-time greatest 11 of past and present. Um, so that's pretty much we're coming to the end of the show now, boys. Before you all leave, uh, I want some quick score predictions for tomorrow night's game against Aston Villa. Starting with you, Lils. Uh, I'm going to go one all. They they batted us in the home game, so yeah, I reckon one all. Kel, yeah, my prediction was one all with um, Ben Rama scoring. Oh, first goal for the club, eh? Bird. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have took a draw and said one all, but it's a must-win game now. Uh, one 0 either way, but I'll go one 0 West Ham. Maybe. Oh uh, no, no, you, you're not. You're not sitting on the fence for that. Uh, yeah. No. So you can one 0 West Ham. One 0 West Ham, Ogbonna. <laughs> <laughs> right, happy days, fair enough. Well, listen, I, I don't think I should give my prediction because no one's going to like it. No, go on. But I think no, we're going to get absolutely, absolutely tanked. I'm going three 0 Aston Villa. <laughs> Is Aidan Mullins at the back? thanks to everyone for listening don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review you can follow us on twitter at the underscore bowling boys and if you have any questions or want to be a guest on future shows don't hesitate to dm us we've been the bowling boys you've been great see you next time